It is past four o'clock in dank, dark, depressing, gray. Actually, I like it very much. Seattle right now. And it is time for episode 55, a.k.a. episode 55. Wow. That's right. 50. I am 30. Schwank you for that. (laughs) These are the internet jokes I remember. Uh Uh-huh. Of the Stop Skeletons from Podcasting Podcasts. Yeah, and our dogs are are playing right by our uh, uh, mic stands. They're they're, they're wrestling. Rambunctiousness. Hey, guys, knock it off. Hey, no, watch that. No. The problem is, all right, here's a, I'm going to paint you a picture, folks. Uh, On my mic stand, um, I have a a sandbag, which I think they call the technical term is sandbag. Yep. Is what you put on a thing so it won't tip over, right? It Unfortunately, does, yeah. it is a sandbag in the shape of a very cute, fluffy uh, llama. Yeah. Now, Launchpad knows it is not a toy for him to chew on. But every once in a while, he gets in his head and he just sees a fluffy toy and he's like, oh, I'm going to bite that. I have to remind him not to. It's really cute because it's roughly the same size as him. <laughs> it's like half the size. Oh, now do- Dollop, stop it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Lots of Dollop's like, I'm not playing with it. I'm just rubbing, rubbing up against it. Yeah. <laughs> Lots, you know what? Everyone's having a great time. You know, we're having a great time on this podcast. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because we spent this weekend crunching on a big project. And uh, you know what? Less than like 24 hours ago, we posted uh, the, the longest scripted video we've ever done. Um, and then went to bed. And then went directly to bed. Launchpad. No. No. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with you? Um, no. Yeah. I'm and so what, basically what it is. We've been taking it slow today, and I think up until we started setting up for the podcast, these dogs were asleep. They were out, and now that uh, everyone's awake and moving around, they're like, cool, let's go, and we have energy, uh, and they just want to be played with. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, Grace is going to pick here. Launch it. I can pick you up and hold you. Will that, will that sate you? Will you stop bumping into my, my podcast? Will you stop ruining everything? Come here. Mike bump, yeah. bumping into okay. sound. Okay. All right. Well, now I've got an adorable dog in my lap. Me too. And Should we just start the podcast? Hello, it's November first, twenty twenty one. It's four twenty two. Four twenty four, baby. Delicious Seattle. Smoke if you got them. It's rainy as heck out here. It was it- actually really sunny this weekend, and I I didn't get to appreciate it. Not that I really would have anyway. I'm like going out that much anyway. But I, we were editing. Yep. We were crunching. Um, rewriting rewriting we had a we, reshooting we, something we, we've seldom had to do dollop was pooping on the floor almost all weekend mm-hmm. well the threat of poop on the floor was happening all weekend she pooped which is on you know, your yoga mat that yeah. was on the carpet because because i because when I ha- i'm working really like when we're crunching i kind of need to have a yoga mat next to me so i can just get up and like roll around on the ground if yeah. i need to no i know I, I i'm not mad at you i know it actually all. saved the carpet exactly and it's like Honestly, I was um, wasn't even that mad. It was like she pooped in the house again, which when that happens, you know that's our fault for not taking her out. But she pooped on the yoga mat. It's like, well, that's way easier to clean the carpet. Yeah. So, and also she's kind of the kind of dog who poops just once. She's she's an easy dog. One poop a day. One and done. So sort of like, well, that means we she'll she'll be good now. Yeah. Poor baby. And it's okay. So you say it happened because we didn't take her out, but in actuality. This weekend, I've taken her out like at least four or five times every day 
just to get just to get a poop. That's on top yeah. of the regular oh, okay. going out that we normally do. She's just been terrified all weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it's this because it was the spooky month and it was yeah. like the apex of the spooky month. Probably that that's why it was it. so Absolutely. spooky. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. That's the, Sometimes that this, happens. The vicious cycle is that like she gets too nervous to do her business outside, so she won't do her business. But not having not doing the business makes her nervous. But she's too nervous to do the business in that vicious cycle. And I, I mean, I can tell when she hasn't done her business. And I'm, this is a family podcast, so we refer to it as the business. When she ain't shit, um, I can tell she's nervous. And when she has shit, sorry, the business. Yep much better she's just way more relaxed and that concludes dog talk well Um, probably doesn't no we can definitely we can definitely be talking about dogs yeah you can relate to needing to structure your entire day around a poop Mm -hmm. derek does this thing that i hate where whenever we try to have a meeting where we're just like oh my god let's strategize and talk about something i don't know what it is within five minutes derek suddenly just He's like, I, I can't talk anymore. I have to go to the bathroom. I'm, bu- I'm about to I'm about to like explode. This is a problem. And I don't know. Is it just it, that anxiety producing like I talking have, to me? It's it's some <laughs> kind of classical Skinner box conditioning of of when we we are having a meeting. I just want to empty my mind and my bowels. I don't know how it is. My body just. Uh... <laughs> are you also just terrified of me? Is that it? You're like, oh no, she's pointing at the calendar. <laughs> ah! Oh god, I, just, I got to go somewhere. It's I, yeah, I don't know. It's very annoying. It is, and I, and I feel bad every time it happens too, because we'll be having a meeting and we're getting in the middle of it, and I, I feel, I, I feel the stirring. Yeah, and, stirring. and I have to be like, sorry, <laughs> you know why? <laughs> wow, and they say romance is dead. Well, Grace, put that. Put that can of cashews down. Okay. No almonds for you. I'm not having a single peanut. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people do this to themselves. The whole month of November, nobody wants to have nuts. I don't get it. They're good for you. That's good protein. They uh-huh. can be kind of salty. Uh, but, you know, I think that people should... I, They're bad for the environment. They take up so much water. Then, then oh, what are you going to do? Not eat them then? We made them. We grew them. You're just going to throw them away. We all just decide that November, not going to have any nuts. I can't believe it. Yep. I don't get it. Kids these days. Kids these days. If I had a lawn, I'd be like, get on here and eat some nuts. That's what yeah. I would tell them. I wouldn't hand out trick-or-treat candy. I'd be like, here's some planners. For no- don't eat tonight. Eat November. Because I, I I support having nuts. <laughs> just get, get all your nuts now, kids. Yes. <laughs> Smoke them if you got yeah. them. Eat your beans. And eat your nuts and you grow up nice and strong like grandpa here. Oh, God. Man, so, Grace, how do you feel about the Xbox One video being done? Uh, it doesn't... I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, no, ready what? to watch it in one interrupted burst because I've, yeah. I've only watched... I've, I mean, I've watched it so many times, but I, I haven't watched, like, the whole thing at one Yeah, b- bits and pieces and, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I hope everything's good. Nobody has pointed out any... Uh, huge errors like the Resident Evil 4 video last month were like hey there's like a whole bunch of weird like shit popping up oh yeah that's good so yeah I, I also or have there, a- and there's nothing like you know you said the Xbox was made in like 1940 or 1492 yeah, we didn't, we or didn't, anything like yeah. that we nothing like insanely huge. wrong someone did point out that like um 
you know, talking about how uh, Connect Adventures is the best-selling Xbox game and being like, well, it's a packing game, so it's oh. not really fair. Oh, but okay. I, but I think, and I think people I might... still. I uh, or, well, here's the thing. You and I had this discussion actually when we were talking about the script. Yeah, I, I think it's worth pointing out. I that think it counts. It well, it does count, and I think because we we make the argument about Connect Adventures be, being the best-selling Xbox 360 game. The point is to illustrate that the Connect was very successful. And I think that you can say then, yeah, so approximately 20 million people, you know, uh, bought a Connect and a probably a large percent of the percentage of them bought an Xbox for the Connect and for, you know, uh, uh, adventures there. So I think the point still stands that like, you know, we the Connect is kind of a joke. But, yo, for a good hot minute there, it was ridiculously successful. Yeah. It's kind of hard to imagine, honestly. It was something like, I, it's crazy because this story has been wild because, like, I was I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we have a tweet at the end. Like, a lot of stuff we cover on the channel, it's like, yeah, I was sort of around for the Engage. I kind of remember it being there. But, like, no, I had a YouTube channel. I had a Twitter account. Like, I was... This is one of the few times where we've had a topic. It's like, no, I was I was literally there. And we have like <laughs> archaeological proof of me uh reacting to um, you know, the Sony press conference and stuff like that. Uh but still it's one of those things that, like I don't think I was paying quite that close attention to it. So then doing this process is being like, you know, we say it a couple times in the video, like, I thought it was bad, but watching it again, it's so so much worse. I think it's it's also kind of like these things can happen outside of like can still be a huge deal, but at the same time impact you like zero percent. Yeah. For, for example, I don't know a single person personally who plays Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. <laughs> is that that's so weird? And, isn't anytime it? I watch like Grand Theft Auto Five footage, like that doesn't look like fun. Like you're trying to jump up this like weird uh, collage of of stacked up crap where you're trying to drive in the air. With these bad driving physics, uh, or you're being—I love being... watching the bad physics Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh, it's videos. fun to watch. And I'm like, why would you play? Why would you? Why? Why? How did that become the most successful commodity mankind's ever made? <laughs> it's like it's, the yeah, single, crazy. the single most profitable video game or something like that, right? There was some kind of. Well, it's normally just it's been in like the top five. Yeah. For years I, i've heard it's uh, kind of wild I, i've heard members of metallica talk about how um metallica's the black album uh sells thousands and thousands of copies worldwide every week and even they're like who doesn't have this album yet who still is buying you know the black album and uh yeah it's 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 one of those things of like when everyone complains about man i'm not gonna buy the next call of duty i'm gonna boycott this blah blah, blah. it's like you don't realize how many millions and millions of people just don't pay attention to this shit and they just show They just go, Oh, a new call of duty. Oh, a new Madden. And they just, they buy it and that's all they play. Um, you know, or, or same thing with like Forza and Gran Turismo. I think that's another, uh, like, I don't know anybody actually know a handful of YouTubers now who I watch and they know like car physics really, really well. It's good to watch them. But, uh, I don't know anybody who plays, you know, Forza and Gran Turismo and lots of racing games and is way into those realistic racing simulators. I personally can't stand them. I can respect them from a distance, but like, nope. Getting getting driver's license in Gran Turismo 1 on PS1, boring. Couldn't couldn't do it. 
Mm-hmm. I was not. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> Too dumb for it. But yeah, those games through V Rally. Oh yeah, on, well, well, Nintendo sixty V Rally. Oh oh yeah, the N sixty four one. I didn't play through V Rally on N sixty four. Oh I that's cheated. right, we cheated. <laughs> I had <to> cheat. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even need to cheat. But that's again because I'm, I'm very done with re- racing games. But still, like I don't know anybody who plays those games. But then you look at it, it's like yeah, those games sell by the millions. Yeah, sports and, games too, like card packs. Yeah, on FIFA. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Legit. I mean, I, I I read a review that about the new NBA 2K, and it's like this is more of a gambling game than a basketball game. Well, I mean, or so that reviewer claimed. I have no idea. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, no, I believe it. It's just that it's funny because it's like I really got my pulse on you know the gamers TM because <laughs> I'm out here playing the most popular game ever from a Nintendo brand. I'm out here playing Pikmin Bloom <laughs> a, all B, the time. B always be blooming i am always blooming i uh i swear i can't be mad at you with this pikmin blue because one makes you very happy and i know you like pikmin but two the, mu- the music in this game all right no it's Holy it's crap. good but not only is i'm sorry if we just like transition too fast into pikmin Bloom. <laughs> and i don't actually i don't even know if pikmin bloom is in fact the most popular shit in the world right now i would I imagine doubt it. i would imagine it's not and here's my evidence it's Pikmin. <laughs> and I say that, I it say hurts. that with, with yeah, the, I, I, I like Pikmin, but knowing that, like, thank God Miyamoto likes Pikmin. Thank God the fucking boss man likes Pikmin so much, because that's the only reason y'all getting Pikmin, because, like, man, Pikmin just does not move. No. Does not have that broad appeal. It's, I, I really like Pikmin. It should. I don't know why it the, doesn't, to be honest. The things that I like about Pikmin are also... I think the things that make it not popular. <laughs> People, actually, we got one person in the chat like, what's Pikmin Bloom? Doesn't even yeah. Pikmin Bloom is the new um, collaboration between Niant- Niantic, yeah, Ni- Niantic, which is uh, owned by Google and uh, Nintendo. But the, po- so it's the Pokemon Go people. It's Yeah. So basically, it's another Pokemon Go app. It's their second foray into AR whatevers. And it... Um, while Pokemon Go already struggled to be a game, you know, mm. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. People say walking simulators, you know, like, look, look at this. Pikmin Bloom is even less, has even less game mechanics than Pokemon Go does. It is literally just tracking you as you walk. And- it, yeah, it is basically just a pedometer. Um, but I love Pikmin. And also, this happens to coincide with me having a personal goal where I'm trying to take... I since I graduated from college a few years ago, every year since then I've taken less steps mm-hmm. a day per average because I've been tracking this forever. Every year since like 2017, and I only noticed it this year. 2018? <laughs> I don't remember, but I think it's not important. Yeah, yeah. The so I've been taking less steps a day per average since that moment. So I, this year I've decided that this year I will finally take more. This will be the one year where I take more steps than the last year. <laughs> and and you had to move the needle quite a bit because your average was was not a huge number down, but you were you it was you, like give me updates. I know it's it's embarrassing. So like last year my you step average for the day. No, I'm given oh, the all right, stats. All right. Last Still year the tea, Grace. it was 3180 steps a day, which I know is not a lot. <laughs> But I work from home and I was depressed. Yeah, it was 2020. <laughs> it was 2020. It was, it was, yeah, what do you um, want from us? Yeah, what do you want from me? 
this year. So I, I need to like I need to up my steps. I've been working really hard at it. I've been doing about five thousand a day, and um for since about like September, like August, I guess I think from August. And um, I've gotten my, so my stepping average is almost beating that 3180 number. I'm right at, I'm like 3159 steps per day on average. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to crank it out. Anyway. But this with is, the power of Pikmin Bloom. The power of Pikmin Bloom. And actually, I have been walking more <laughs> because. With, with, with these new wins against your sails, yeah. you'll have no problem. <laughs> it's like really true because as you walk, you like. There's like little flowers that pop up behind you. And I don't know. If, I think they just look nice. I don't think they do anything mm. in the game. But do like you if you walk over certain areas, does like the f- grass get thicker or more populated or like uh, so they're can you like, grow kind of, or something? Well, what, no, not really. Because kind of like how there's, um, you know, like gems in Pokemon Go, there are. So like certain areas have like big flowers, I guess, or big blossoms. And you're supposed to walk, you know, if you are able to like do enough steps near these areas, then something happens. I have not been able to do it. You grow more Pikmin then? or I don't think so. I think you probably get special items or something. But I have been unable. I've been playing this game since it, you know, came out a few days ago. I've been unable to get this one area (laughs) to bloom yet because I am the only person in my area playing this game. (laughs) Yeah, actually, you zoomed out, and apparently you were the only person in the world playing. No, 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 that's not true. That that can't be true. Yeah, I thought it was... Because I know Arlo's playing. Yeah. (laughs) It's me and Arlo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, Ant Dude friended me last night, so me, Arlo, and Ant Dude, we're holding it down. Taking over the world. (laughs) There's there's three of us. Mm -hmm. Total. There are dozens of us. (laughs) Dozens! (laughs) No, maybe not dozens, but there's at least that. When was this? When, When... because it just kind of dropped randomly. Was there a Nintendo Direct or something? Or no, no. It was just. It was so weird. It was like earlier last week. There was just a commercial that dropped that was like Pikmin Bloom is out now. And then underneath the trailer, the Nintendo of America commented, "Actually, it's not out now, but it will be out later." Oh, <laughs> and it was Some, so. Con- there's was, an intern that just lost their job. I don't know. It was well. It, it released in Australia and Singapore on that day, but it didn't release everywhere that's that day. right that's it was right so, well and this is something you that to me and we, i would i am the only not that i'm the only person but like i had to google this for like 10 minutes to yeah. figure this out like this was rolled out so poorly mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but but miyamoto came out in a goddamn t-shirt yeah miyamoto like, not breaking, in a suit just like a looking Mi- cash well fuck. miyamoto always wears a t-shirt but, but he usually wears a blazer over the T-shirt. Right, right, right. And he usually has his hair parted down the middle. But I guess Miyamoto has gone through a sort of Pikminessance during <laughs> COVID. And his hair is now parted to the side, like asymmetrical oh. to the side. And also he wore no blazer. His Pikmin shirt was loud and proud. Mm-hmm. And, and I rather, rather tight. Sure. R- yeah. Pretty form fitting. I, I think, felt, I felt I think like it's I... always form fitting. It's just that there's a blazer over yeah, it. Yeah, I just never feel like I get to see miyamoto's curves like that you know like and all right that dude looking like a snack um if you type in pokemon bloom in the google app store it doesn't even autofill the words well i don't know it is a pikmin game after all <laughs> yeah and i i think honestly as some i i mean i follow arlo on twitter and that's really the only way i know about it <laughs> i i don't think i would have known about it i haven't seen people cover it talk about it really at all and it really doesn't deserve a huge 
<sighs> okay, that sounds terrible, but it's it is I enjoy it. And that's because one, I've always enjoyed having journals and this this app does have a feature built in where you can like talk about your day and it like if you're a it's you know, it's a Pikmin game. I mean, not not it's not a Pikmin game. It's a Google game. So it's it is mapping your data. It is tracking you. It is collecting so much data about you. I've just decided that I'm okay with that because I like the cute pictures. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. I've decided, Okay, I'm willing to do this because I'm enjoying this app, even though I know this is kind of sinister and terrible but whatever but um it does have that a little sinister feature. And terrible aspect doesn't start and stop a pokemon bloom unfortunately no we've, no we've crossed that rubicon as a culture a while i mean ago. i use google maps constantly yeah so it's like you know what what you know whatever but yeah. um and i've decided you know i'm like this is my one thing that i'm gonna do it just makes me happy okay and you can you can write little journals and you can take pictures and you can put your like little pictures inside this little journal oh, entry yes. and i've always loved doing that yeah. and so it's i'm having fun i'm enjoying it but it really is a solitary experience mm. You can friend people. Like I said, I'm friends with the ant dude on it. And just fucking name drop. Sorry. Wow. (laughs) um, He lives in Florida and I wasn't really sure what would happen when I friended people because I'm like, like I said, like this, this whole game is based around where you are and how many steps you're taking. And literally every time you do anything, there's like a map of where you walked. And I was just kind of terrified of that because, you know, like. I don't want I don't think that's information that people should have about each other in general. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like there there is that feature in Snapchat where you can kind of see where all your friends are if they turn on location sharing. I think that's terrible. Yeah. I don't want Nope. I want none of y'all know where I live. Yeah. There was an article, like the New York Times like did a special security evaluation of like different people who work in the White House. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, it was like a cell phone tracking project, and they basically were able to like track where certain people go. Oh, yeah. Well, that was like because, every day, and it's just that like because like Trump insane. used like his personal phone, didn't have any kind of like he just had like an Android phone, didn't even have like a special phone that he would tweet from. Right? Yeah, so, like, he he wouldn't because you can't have Twitter on like a secure phone. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> like those two things do not go like, together. Well, we can track like we could track where he was. Um, and we're not like a hostile foreign nation with lots of tech, uh, you know, with, with, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it was weird talking about like bringing up the Edward Snowden thing and you had that in the, in the X phone video, video yeah. and you, you had the line and I, you had the line cause you, you primarily wrote it, but you were like, by the way, Microsoft was complicit in that, but we didn't know that yet. Oh yeah. And then also like they, they shared Skype blogs and, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh yeah, the connect is totally not listening to you. And then like. They're like, turns out, no, they totally were listening to you. Yeah. Absolutely, it was ab- they were absolutely listening to you. All, all of these products listen to you and track you and do everything they can. Yeah. All the time. It's just I, it's I just got trust fact. issues and paranoia problems. I will. I, I can't. I mean, I do have a smartphone, but I like, yeah, the uh, Google uh, Alexa or something like that. Like, nope, I can't have one of those in my house. Yeah. Well, and the I think also, well, we were just jumping around, but the uh, the value add for something like Alexa is just not there for me. You know, like yeah. my, my parents have one. I know I have some friends who have them and I, every time I'm around and they use them, they just don't really work. And so I'm just like, eh. Wait a minute. But for me, the Pikmin Bloom value add is there because it's cute pictures. Yeah, anytime I go to a friend's house, they're like, Alexa, 
you know, play Passion Pit. Alexa, I didn't get that. And it's like, at that point, you could have just like washed your hands, pick up your phone and gone to Spotify yourself, you know? It yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it's that. And also we, we've house sat for people and like, we're just like hanging out and chatting. And then all of a sudden, Alyssa will go, I didn't get that. It's like, I wasn't talking to you. Fool. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> I, I do have Siri turned on on my phone and that's just because I am constantly losing my phone. So if I'm able to accidentally trigger Siri... <laughs> then I will be able to find my phone. That's basically Unle the only reason. I'm just like, hey, Siri, and then it'll yell at me. Oh, careful. And, oh. Oh, okay. It turned on, but it didn't make sound for some reason. You know, actually, here's... here's. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Siri. Uh, that's so nice of you, Siri. Here's the thing, Grace. You're not losing your phone. Uh, we, we, we've, I've discovered something about you. Yeah. And I don't know if anybody else has this problem. Grace does this thing where she will have an important item in her hand, and she will lay it down. And then I think subconsciously to protect said item she will take a pillow a towel a plate papers and put it on top of the thing it's like i, I, I Derek, realized this i just pattern. turned 30 it's my nesting instinct kicking in <laughs> this is a biological thing stop making fun of me it's just like because you always had this problem losing stuff yeah and i think the series solution was good but then i realized like you just keep putting pillows on top of it I do, and it's always pillows too. We have so many. Not always. I just no. have pillows everywhere. Yeah, and towels because is. I'm constantly spilling water on things as well. That that true. Yeah, that also. <sighs> Speaking of nesting, um, I, so I saw. I, I want to wrap up my talk on Pikmin Blue. There's a funny. There's a funny comment in the chat that was like, "I see Uncle Derek is walking to the local sex cauldron in the Greater Seattle area. Thanks, Pikmin Bloom." And I'm like, "Thank you for the funny comment." But I'm like, "Is a sex cauldron?" <laughs> and see how and see great really all right well I'm gonna have to do they have potlucks <laughs> yeah do they will they allow nuts in november yeah all right i'm gonna bring a bunch of planters i'm gonna bring i'm gonna you know i'm bringing some some non-salted almonds and i'm eating them probably in the month of november yeah all right that's the the highest water absorbing nut wait yeah no, that was it when takes it, the most water yeah. to plant. That was when yeah, California was having a huge drought. And it's like, well, because of the amount of insane water it takes to grow almonds. I know. Us, and us bougie, lactose intolerant jerkwads drinking all the almond milk. <laughs> Until we discovered uh, oat milk. No, well, it's not that we discovered oat milk. It's just that the world collectively discovered Did it? Okay, oat milk. Yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, there was the before time, and then there's... Oat milk tastes better, man. Oat milk time, and it, it is oat milk time you, right if you, now. If you want to go, if you, if you got the lactose issues like like us, you know, soy is a little extra sweet. I don't know. Soy... It, Al almond milk does not mix well gives, with coffee and chocolate, yes. I don't think. But, yo, Plus I Plus, I'm not a soy boy. Oh, my God. I know. No. Uh-uh. Oh, go. I'm making my ahago face. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with my soy milk. I'm, a, I'm an, I'm an you almond You would never see boy. me do that. I'm, yeah, I'm Maybe not an a almond soy boy. boy or an oat boy. Almond. Um, well, yeah, actually, as people are pointing out, are you a soy boy or are you a soy girl? Soy goily. <laughs> a soy. Wait. Yeah. All, wait. I'm, I'm waiting. You got a pun? You got it. You got it. Is it gone? The the almond red regimond. <laughs> almond regimond. Does anything rhyme with almond? Like I'm having such a hard time. An, an orange door hinge. I was just trying to think of just a person. 
a thing. Just no anything that runs this with is almonds. A sober podcast. <laughs> it's it's basically not. No man. I just had two jalapeno cheese rolls. Whoa. Damn girl. <laughs> I know. Go off. Dude, since this week, I don't know, like, so every few months I go through this thing, like a like a compulsion where I just become obsessed with a certain food. It's been in the no, past. Not, not even it, you kind of you kind of circle between like three or four, to be honest. I don't know. I feel and like right it's now, something different. It's now, like it, in the past, it's been peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yep. Like I used to eat those every day. Yep, I used yep. to eat yogurt toast every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Right now, it is jalapeno cheese bagels. It's all I want. My my friend, Leanna, friend of the show, uh, Leanna McMuscles, theorizes that maybe it's reaction to Derek being gluten-free and now I'm just craving the highest gluten things possible perhaps no because if you, 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 you were on, are a high gluten you food. were on this kick I think slightly before the pandemic and the move and all that stuff for us like no not really because before this the thing that I was obsessed with and I wanted constantly was chocolate malted milkshakes <laughs> No, but that was like that was your 2020 thing. Well, that's a double whammy of things Derek can't have yeah. because it's lactose and <laughs> gluten and the yeah, malt. Yeah, yeah. Which I never liked malt anyway, so I'm not 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 so bad to me. Malt malt's amazing, man. Eh. Well, and chocolate, it's really good. Well, here's the thing: is usually when you ask for a milkshake and they add malt, it's like an extra dollar, and the dollar difference I can't really taste. It is slightly a different chalky sweetness to it but like it doesn't it's the, it is not worth the extra dollar i'm, I'm already getting I bougie feel, i don't know i can't treating even myself I, by getting Derek, a, a i can't even place. drink a non-malted chocolate shake i can't <laughs> i've seen you i literally can't i've seen you do it <laughs> no, it's not true i watched you do it i know but i'm because if i were i'm unhappy shake, like, i want to try yours too yeah or if you get a frosty at Wendy's or something. There we go. Now we talking. <laughs> now we talking. I wonder if the Wendy's is like a place I can go in Pikmin Bloom and I can just walk back and forth in front of the... That, that's the other problem. Buy, with... buy a frosty and then burn it off by walking around just well, <laughs> doing circles around the Wendy's? That would take me days. <laughs> but the, Are the... you trying to tell me the frosties are not healthy, Greg? No, that's just how difficult it is to like burn calories. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's the other unfortunate thing about Pikmin Bloom is this whole, like with Pokemon Go, if you're like, you know, if you have your gym, that there's like something you can actively do to make the gym happen. You know, you can stand around, you fight Pokemon, whatever. In this game, you're just supposed to like walk in a radius and around the object or near the whatever the thing is. And then eventually it'll, something will happen. Like the, the place that's closest to us is a tiny little like, one of these coffee shacks that's just everywhere. They're everywhere. And drive through kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. drive through coffee shack. I know uh, they're everywhere and, and, and in, in God our bless area. Them for it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one that's in like the parking lot of this other weird thing. And I, I they have security cameras and I feel like a goddamn Wait, would you weirdo. Like- Cause like when I take Launchpad out, I, I've started doing this thing where I'll go to the coffee shack and I will walk around it three times. <laughs> Like clockwise. You, you said you were going like into the neighborhood, like go I, by a nearby cul-de-sac. Well, I you go just been, like creepily, I, just, like casing. Yes. This coffee. Well, we've gone there before. They're good people, Grace. We have a punch card. But it, we just watched Paranormal Activity recently, and that's yeah. just basically what <laughs> is I'm doing this weird witching ritual around 
the coffee shop. Spoilers, Grace. And then like leaving and then coming back. And poor Launchpad is just like, I'm cold. (laughs) Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. He's so unhappy. And I, I, so I've been doing this for like four days now. Still have Can't not. For four days, you've been, I've been sleeping next to a liar. <laughs> it hasn't I can't believe been hatching. This. I haven't been able to hatch it. Does it feel good in your conscience to just like, you know, confess in front of the world like this? No, I'm not ashamed. What you've been I'll doing to my dog? No. <laughs> it's good for him. I said, take him to the nice neighborhood where there's plenty of Halloween decorations. The exercise is good for him. Well, we also go there. It's like we, we go do. The, the coffee shop like three times and then we go into the neighborhood and usually I'm like eh, we have enough time to do one more and then I go back to the coffee shop <laughs> you're like addicted to not coffee but the coffee shop <laughs> which this is like a 2021 addiction now yeah and it's well I've I haven't done it during the day yet which I don't oh, know if boy, that's that, better or worse yeah <laughs> so no I don't one's think the there. difference is really uh, <laughs> doesn't really matter they're both bad <laughs> It's and it's so it's you you guys can see the the dilemma I'm having. Pikmin Bloom in stores now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not very that aspect of the game you is not very well thought into, out. You won't, you don't, no one thinks they're going to turn into a creep. <laughs> it just kind of happens. You you if you don't have a creep in your neighborhood, then you are the creep in your neighborhood. That's yeah, classic. <laughs> I think I hear in the chat talking about paranormal activity. Did we talk about that? You we, you made me watch the first Paranormal Activity. Yeah, because it's uh, usually when there's like a movie or something. I, I For some reason, I just, I've seen the same movies over and over again, and I haven't branched out of them. So with, with you, you've been really good about getting me more cultured. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen the Doom movie now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Mortal Kombat movies. I've seen multiple. Yeah, multiple Mortal Kombat. Of those, all those things. But you had never seen Paranormal Activity. And I, I was not, like, no, you so-called horror movie liker in the the month the spookiest month we have to yeah. watch it you liked it no i that, that oh i think that's no the, that, sorry that was a command that's the <laughs> um do, you have something to say no the the general consensus i believe is the first one is very good and then the sequels you know eh. but i uh yeah that first one is like a a fucking feat of filmmaking it's, like just a low really budget good. just a low budget film that is just so smartly made and uh has some good spooks has some really good gags and just uh yeah no it's a solid solid movie um i guess i i've talked about how i don't really i'm not super scared of ghosts and stuff like that so it was like not really it didn't super scare me but yeah that's some really good moments yeah and then uh, afterwards i watched a big explainer video i was gonna say that was the most fun part of it is we watched the movie and then afterwards we stayed up till like three in the morning just watching lore videos yeah and <laughs> about I w- this insane franchise and like the story i think just watching the story and seeing like all the gags now they try and kind of one-up themselves and like you know they open up all the cabinets in drawers in the kitchen, you know, stuff like that. Or like how every movie has a moment where someone gets thrown against a wall. Yeah. <laughs> by or, an unseen force. Or by like the third or fourth <laughs> one. So, I mean, I guess we're going to get into like small spoilers here for Paranormal Activity, but whatever. So the the movie ends with something happening downstairs. Sure. You know, like the, the camera is there, There's a ruckus. There's maybe a ruckus. A couple of dogs are romping around. Yeah, yeah. And that's when the movie kind of ends on a, on a, a, a well-earned jump scare. A nice jump scare the movie ends on. I, yeah. I liked it. You, you see it coming <laughs> a million miles away, but it's still done well. At the end of like the third or fourth paranormal activity, they introduce this concept of like portals and t- they, they go 
they're all time traveling. Basically, one of the movies ends with the character jumping through a portal into the downstairs apartment and we get to see what happens at the end of the first film. And then uh, I was like that. I if, if I was really, really into these movies, like I was actually really, really into Saw. I saw the first three Saw movies day one in theaters. Whoa. And at the end of like in, in, in Saw 3, they kind of go back to the end of Saw 1 to kind of like show you what kind of what happened after the credits uh, and I thought that the was guy a really who was cool alive moment. the whole time. It turns out he was maybe dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, no, basically inside, the, just inside, just dead inside. Yeah, he was. He was. He was dying of cancer, Grace. But anyway, yeah, which that that was that was a cool moment for me. Yeah. And I and it's like if I, I imagine that would a, a similar fanboy moment if you were really really into the paranormal activities to like if you were yeah like, it was a big fan service moment yeah and I think that's <laughs> that that was kind of neat and honestly I don't know I think the maybe watching five 90 minute movies is not the best way to consume this story, but watching the explainer videos, it's like, this yeah. is kind of cool. Watching, I don't like, know, a half hour, four 90 minute lore explainer videos. That's the ideal way <laughs> to absorb anything. You're not actually going to watch. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a, a fantastic video. F- oh, shoot. I don't remember the channel who made it. But basically, I watch. I have seen all of Twin Peaks. I'm not like a super Twin Peaks fan or anything. Mm-hmm. But I basically watched. Like I, I wasn't a huge fan oh, of the yeah. new season that came out. This but is, I, you this know, is whatever. The channel, they also did a huge breakdown of uh, all the Silent Hill HD stuff. Yes, they were one of the first yeah. channels that had like this like eight part, thirty hour thing where they broke down all the tiny, tiny little. Uh, nuances that were wrong with uh, with with Silent Hill HD, and they'd done other Silent Hill videos that were really solid. Yeah, that's how we found them. And then and I they came uh, back with this five hour, eight hour thing. Yeah, literally a five hour, four hour video about the like Twin Peaks, like last season or whatever, or how it all ties into things. And they throw in some eraser head and all of this stuff. And I was like, af- after at the end of it, I was like, wow, I enjoyed this way more than I enjoyed any of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and not that Twin Peaks is bad. But for some, there's something about watching just like a well-made explainer about a topic that is just so intensely satisfying. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Somebody uh, pointed this out on Twitter and I responded to it, but it was like, it was like, I think it was like the Drake meme of him going like, no, and then like Gang saying, yeah, but it was like two hour movie. Nah. Three hour explainer on the movie. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, and I responded, I was like, yeah, I've never seen the, the nostalgia critics, the wall, nor have I seen the wall. Nor am I even really that familiar with Pink Floyd at all, but I have seen multiple videos that tear down uh, that the, the nostalgia critics the wall, and I've watched a couple of them a couple of times. Yeah. So I've I've consumed several several hours of nostalgia critics the wall without actually without actually seeing the nostalgia critics the wall, <laughs> and that is kind of yeah that that is where we live in that that's the reality we live in now. It's yeah, like some sort of weird post postmodern thing. Like, I guess I, I want to say that the it kind of all started. I feel or one of the big ones that kicked it off was Red Letter Media, where they did like the like ninety minute breakdown on why uh, uh, Star Wars Episode One Phantom Menace was terrible, mm-hmm. and you know then they made why Episodes Two Which, and Three and were bad. And that's the one that has like the skit in the middle. Yeah, they where have they're this, like, oh, we've kidnapped ki- a woman. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> And like she, she, they have a they have a character arc where like she's in all three of them, and they made a fourth episode where like she confronts Mister Plinkett or something like that. Anyway, though, 
point I was getting to is that that wait before you get to the point, those are terrible. <laughs> they were kind of funny and in very a, in a, upsetting. They were very dark. And I don't know. Maybe it's just they because were, they were kind of funny at first, and then it just was like, what is even? Why do you have to have a a meta? Then they did half in the bag in the first like. I don't know. 50 or so episodes of Half in the Bag, they actually had like a, a, a through line story going on. And it's like they would have the beginning and end of each episode had like, what's the latest with Mike and Jay and Mr. Plinkett and the fixing his VCR. And now they're like, but now the house is on a glacier. What's going on? I mean, it, review it's, the fucking movies, guys. I think they finally did start doing that. <laughs> it's like that classic early YouTube thing of like every game reviewer has like, like an evil version of them who yeah. and a you know, a game that is their nemesis. Now, I never did that. I know. However, I had a bumper for Retro Row TV, Oops, and then I had a bumper for my production company, and then I had a theme song, and then I had to have a stupid montage. So I had 10, 12-minute videos, but the, the actual review didn't start until about four minutes in, so it's just bad. <laughs> but the point I guess the point I was trying to get to was just that... Back in my day, the, we, we the, watched four minutes of bumpers in snow... Just to watch our favorite YouTube videos. Yeah. And we only had a 10 minute limit. And we dedicated four of those 10 minutes to a long intro. The point I was trying to get to is that their episode three review was longer than the episode three of the movie. Oh. That was all I was trying to get to. Right. But, I, but I've, I've watched that review, you know, several more times. I think I've only ever seen the, the original trilogy once. I only saw, I, I think I've seen... I think I've seen Phantom Menace maybe two or three times, but I do not believe I've seen episodes two or three of Star Wars yeah. uh, ever again out of uh, South Theaters. Like the original or the new one? Or the original new one or the new new one? Episodes two and three. I don't like and, that. Uh, what is it? Attack Sorry. Of the cl- <laughs> just me Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith? Okay, those ones specifically. Because I know we, we still haven't seen the last... Uh, as a couple, we yeah. haven't seen the last episode new nine. Star Wars movie, plus the other side movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> or even the Mandalorian. I guess we've just no. You watched the Mandalorian up. with your pops? I thought. Yeah, with my dad. Yeah. I watched. A, I watched the season one finale with my dad, and that's it. <laughs> oh, I thought he wanted you to like watch the whole thing. You really liked it. Nah, you know my. I I was just kind of like my dad's just watching TV, so I came in and hung out mm-hmm. with him. Whatever. Know? That your dad probably it. had your dad was having so much fun watching Star Wars with his daughter. Well, I'm a here. hoot. We're actually me and my dad are going to watch the new Dune movie after this mm-hmm. streaming on HBO Max. Yeah. We're going to just do that thing where you're like, OK, you hit play on three, two, you know, Aww. and you try to count it down. It's going to be cute. Has your dad read the Dune books? Because you have. Yes. You, you got. OK. All right. He's read the book. Well, he's re- he's read more books than I have. He's much older. So I've only I mean, read the around. Wikipedia plot summary of the series, but I have read the first book. <laughs> oh, okay. That's probably more than most. Yeah, it's it gets to be a lot. And I have listened to the um, Stuff to Blow Your Net Mind mm-hmm. <laughs> scientific breakdowns of the Dune. You know. this, oh, the scientific breakdown of... of wait, so Multiple times. I asked you a question because the only thing I knew about Dune was the, the, the TV movie where at one point, I believe Sting... Beats up a guy and then he, oh, sque- that's the he screams David Lynch at- version. Yeah, he screams at him and then his chest explodes. Uh huh. And I was like, yeah. So what's with like the, the 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 magic word that makes people's organs blow up? And you're like, what are you talking about? Well, that could be a thing that I've just forgotten. Oh, okay. 
I don't, but I don't remember that specifically being a thing in the book. However, it totally could be a thing in the book. I, I'm not sure. I had a friend in high school who read those books. And he told me that they were that the first book, at least, was incredibly dense. Yeah, and you know him, he would be like the idea of making a movie out of that book is like you know pasha, harumph. He would say, yeah. Um, so I'm under the impression it, of like it, it should have been. Like I a feel miniseries, like right? it should, it should be like yeah, some sort of Game of Thrones situation probably, except. Honestly, I feel like the last few books of the Dune series should never be adapted to anything because I just don't I don't know how you could do it without it just being laughable. Mm-hmm. There, There is a part I don't know if I'm spoiling anything, but there is a part in the books that happen later and on the first books. So this is not spoiling the movie where one of the characters become literally transforms into like a thousand year old three ton giant worm god (laughs) head so he's basically just like a human body on a worm body (laughs) all right and yes i guess they can he can talk and stuff and i think he falls in love with like a teenage girl and it's just like there we go there it is it's like there yeah exactly there it is that was it was written in the 70s you can't totally escape the 70s Roman Polanski ishness. Well, also, that was just kind of like in the air at that like, time. Th- didn't the, the author like die and his kids just picked up the mantle and like wrote the last four books or something like that? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. Or sort of like a what was it? Was it like Mission Earth, the L. Ron Hubbard books? Like they they oh, made they were like, authorized sequels. Yeah. Were they okay? Yeah, so it's you know, it's not like they were just kind of like oh, they just took his manuscripts when he was dead and kind of just I don't know spell checked him and not like a Tolkien <laughs> thing. Them. No, they. They he, they kept writing them. It's kind of like, I mean, that happens to lots of books like, uh, oh, Red, no. like Redwall, like Redwall. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, or I guess the Tom Clancy <laughs> books. Oh, yeah. Tom Clancy sold his damn name. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a thing. It's, it's I've fun. heard this new Dune movie, but uh, I don't know how you good. can adapt that. I heard, I heard, I heard Dune's good. <laughs> and. Yeah, I, I, you kind of made the point to me. It's like it should have been a miniseries. This Probably. Really, this really like a, it's just kind a of movie. amazing that it's getting made at all, and it is pretty hilarious because it seemed like from the marketing I saw, like I I knew in my heart there's no way this is going to be just one movie. It makes sense that right, they right. they split it into two, but in the marketing for the movie, they very carefully hid that fact from yeah. everyone, and they also showed a lot of Zendaya in the trailers, at least the ones that were like targeted towards me, <laughs> and. <laughs> I was just like, a lot of my my TikTok the last couple of weeks has been very upset that Zendaya is like not in the movie. <laughs> oh, it's wait, it says part one on the poster. It's so the first half of the book. Yep. Oh first my half god. Of book one. Come on. It's, yeah, it says that stuff on the poster, but in the actual like. Yeah, but no. Exactly. On the, you know, on the you know the commercials that are playing on Twitter or on exactly. Facebook. This is, this is a good point, chat. However, yes, no one's looking at posters. No one's going to theaters. Oh yeah, exactly. No one's walking in the mall and going, "Oh, that's gonna be playing next week. Can't wait to see that." Not not many people. <laughs> or well, I, I and they should. Though. I think actually it did do pretty well at the box office. Yeah, I because isn't it the same director who did the new Blade Runner? Yeah, I feel the, like the I, v- I beyond Venu. Wait, why did you say it like that? Beyond? No, you're thinking Beyond the Black Rainbow. No, his his name's like Villa Venu. Or something I don't like recall that. his name, but he but the Blade Runner 2049 I think was absolutely incredible. Yep. Um, and so yeah, I think uh, uh when we we got our new TV, I was like, I'm gonna get one of these 4K Ultra HD movies and see what the big deal is. It didn't look that much better. Maybe our TV is not quite that good, but anyway. I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting Blade Runner for this. I'm gonna get a movie that this that looks fantastic, and you know that movie won 
the Oscar for best cinematography, uh, and it should have. That that movie looks gorgeous. I think that movie's great. I don't know. You and I agree, uh, disagree on that. What? No, um, I think it's good. Looks good. I think I think you liked the first one more, and I liked the second one more. Blade Runner, at least. Yeah, they're both. But they're I think both I was good. tweeting about it. And people were like, "Oh yeah, that guy's making the new Dune," and I was like, "Yeah, no, give him all of the big franchises, like him." And then uh, like, like Mike Flanagan, who did uh, uh, The Hill House and Midnight, Midnight Mass, Mass, like yeah. give him all the horror franchises and give this guy all the sci-fi franchises. Th- these two dudes know what the fuck they're doing. And like leave them alone, give them all the money they need, and they will like, holy shit, yeah. Flanagan's making a, a House of Usher miniseries, apparently. I'm excited about that. Whatever. I, at this point, I'm like, whatever, whatever his name is on, I'm there. He did say the other day, he tweeted something about like, man, it'd be fun to make a horror movie in the Star Wars universe. Oh, that like, would be fucking amazing. It's like, what would, it's like, because my first, because I'm not that familiar with, I'm not that familiar with Star Wars. Yeah. But I'm like, what would that even be? I don't know, but I would absolutely want to know what the hell that is. Yeah, that would be and awesome. And I believe, like, the, could the four, like, is the, can the force, it's just like ghosts, right? Right? You strike me down, it'll be more powerful than you could possibly imagine. You just became a ghost, right? Yeah, but they're, they're not like ghosts. Like, they, they still have their, Memories and stuff, I guess, and they have. But what if they were their what if, form? But what if a dark side Sith got turned to a ghost, and then what? I feel like it would then? it would have to be like a hills have eyes kind of situation, or where it was just radiation, or like the quiet place. You know, oh, yeah, like okay. like I guess I I guess I was Aliens just thinking like stuff? there's there's some sort of monster out there, and you have to like escape. Oh, or okay, okay yeah. I feel like that's what you would you would probably do. If you're gonna make, a, but, but you know what? I'm not. I'm not like amazing. Ghosts are moving. Or anything, so. Maybe a house is haunted, or maybe it's just someone going like and making books fall out the wall because they got the force. Oh, that's fun! It's like the the movie's happening, and at the end of the movie, it's like, oh hey, their baby Yoda was living in the walls the whole time. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The force <laughs> is coming from inside the house. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we should do some questions, Grace. Probably. Uh, mosey on out this has yeah. been a very listen i got i got it a, a daddy daughter date this is a loose ass podcast yeah <laughs> which is you know what no nut november looseness Let's... people were talking about how uh yeah people saying dune's good yeah I, I keep hearing it's good people all i love all people who watch dune and realize how much lucas ripped off of dune Ooh, really I mean, yeah, it's like sci-fi, and it was all, that was contemporary because that was a uh, because Doom was like mid seventies and Star Wars was late seventies. <laughs> but also, I don't remember. isn't like the the great the great trick that George Lucas pulled on Star Wars is that it's basically every movie, like yeah, all, all of like, the character archetypes are there. He he was really obsessed with the hero's journey, Joseph Smith's Joseph Smith. No, Joseph Smith is the Mormon the guy. Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. But I guess I've, he also had a hero's journey. Now that I think about it, right? But it's or like it's like that claims to have had one. It's like perhaps. that realization no, sorry, that like sorry if I, that's offensive. We as a culture only have like nineteen stories, and we just kind of keep changing the variables on. Like when you break it down, there's only like yeah, there's always a lighthouse, etc. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, this is from Anton. What game has been burning the biggest hole in your backlog that you've always wanted to get to but never have? Oh my god, you have a good one for this. Yeah. And I will just say my shame is real. I've never I've played it, but I've never beaten the Resident Evil remake on GameCube. And I've owned it for 20 years. 
And um, I will say that uh, peppered throughout. <laughs> calm down, calm down, chat, calm down, chat. Um, peppered throughout this weekend of, of, of crunching on this video, I did play bits and pieces. I'm currently, I just beat the plant. I'm about to head back to the house. I will say that um, I, because I never played this game, I've honestly, I have avoided, is I've never watched a full speed run of it. I've seen a lot of people make big YouTube. I, I've actually been abstaining from this remake as much as I possibly could for the last 20 years. So when I got to the first house with Lisa, I believe it's Lisa, but like, you know, I, I, I would like to believe that's probably, that's got to be a famous scene because it was f fucking brilliant where you go to the, the cabin. It's a safe room, but it's totally not a safe room. Um, and immediately, like I was, I went to that cabin. I was like, Grace, get in here. I think some shit's about to happen. This, 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 this area is incredibly suspect. It's very <laughs> sus. And um, yeah, that was great. And I, I so at the, at the moment, yeah, I, uh, she's still out there. I don't know where she is and what, what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to rectify that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so far, yeah, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Uh, it's, 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 it's really fun. Um, as yeah. someone who's been, you, you just kind of call me in when you're like, there's yeah. something cool happens. But one time I walked in and Albert Wesker was talking and it's so fun. Just how evil they made him. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like he's like, you better go look then. Yeah. <sighs> like, basically. It's like, there's a lot of locked doors in the mansion. Then you should go and investigate that. Okay, I will. <laughs> it's like, because how, how, how Wesker's played in the original game, he's, he's, he's just kind of like a cocky, too, too cool for school kind of guy. Very anime. Uh, you, you, until you know the twist that he's, spoilers, the bad guy the whole time. Um, you could, you can't, you, you, I believe that Wesker was just like a very cool archetype. He wears sunglasses at night. He's very anime. That's fine. But it's also that duel. He's like hiding in plain sight. You think he's just a cool, smarmy guy. No, he's actually super evil. <laughs> um, and I feel like, yeah, a lot of his uh, dialogue and, and, and deliveries rewritten and redelivered is, is just nobody in the game realizes how evil he is. Well, Barry probably knows, but Jill, I'm playing through Jill's game. Jill does not realize how evil he is. <laughs> and he's just like chewing on the scenery. It's great. He's even like turning away from you like, I had to get away from those strange creatures. I'm sure you understand. <laughs> <laughs> Dramatically staring off into the distance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, it's, it's great. It's great. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. I guess I'll, I'll report or report back when we uh, uh, on the next episode. Yeah. In fact, you know what? You go do daddy-daughter time. I'll play some uh, Resident Evil. That sounds perfect. When, uh, uh yeah. Uh, we're done with this. Turn on the gamer lights. Mm. Get some. I love get some my. Atmosphere. I love my gamer cave. I love editing in my gamer cave. <laughs> okay, this one's from Quentin. And uh, wait, do, do, do you have one, go guys? Oh, I was trying to. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, now that you put me on the spot, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Okay. Because I usually, if I have a game I want to play, I usually will play it. I guess right now, on my list is I want to play through. God, is it called Dead Soul? No, that's not what it's called. The the Metroidvania, I can't remember the titles of things, but it was like that Metroidvania indie game that came out. Oh, like, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Yes. Yeah, that's what I, I want to play. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I got distracted, <laughs> and I was actually going to talk about that with our next question. Oh shoot. Okay. So um, their question in general is just about game length, uh, because it's a topic that perennially 
perennially comes up in the gaming space if you pay attention to that. But mm. Metroid Dread is kind of the most recent victim discussion point, talking point about game length. And uh, their question is, what is your golden your golden dollar per hour range for a game? And has it shifted over time? If it has, like, what's the man? I what's caused the change. Um, cheap. I I don't like buying games new. I just feel like very few games I buy 50, 60, you know, $70. I guess I haven't bought a new game for $70, you know, because we don't have a new systems. But I feel like most games I buy for 50 or 60 bucks brand new, I end up kind of regretting spending that much money on it. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like even even a bad game, a really bad game for like a dollar or two dollars is worth it. If I can put it in and just have 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes of laughing and just looking at how bad a game is, I feel like I got my money's worth. Really, I feel like 20 bucks is kind of like the sweet spot for me. If a game is not like fantastic (laughs) and I spend more than 20 bucks on it, I'm like, I could have held out. But maybe that's definitely an old way of thinking because, you know, games are so expensive now. And And games also are like, thankfully you know are more than just one type of game now so it 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 really is a difference because there are some games where it's like what's a good like threes is a good example yeah (laughs) of you know just like a weird puzzle game but that oh you know what hours into Uh, a good example of that was i got the uh friday the 13th killer puzzle uh iphone game a couple years ago yeah um really fun puzzles and uh i think it had like some kind of dlc like a uh, extra a uh, couple episodes of, of maps and uh, costumes. Mm-hmm. And I think I bought the base game might have been free or base game was like two, five bucks. But then I bought like I actually got DLC for another like oh, five or so bucks. And I felt like that was totally worth it. Um, I've like basically 100 percent of that game. I feel that that was. Yeah, that that's a good use of uh, money, I feel. Yeah, I think that it's it's good to think about like how much money are you getting out? of you know a purchase because you know your time is is money it is a well, quantity i guess but I, I do yeah it is i don't it know al- it also time. isn't something i personally think about that often i don't know if i really care much about like i don't think i get so when i think value i think i gauge enjoyment yeah more than time because if i get a game and it's three hours long but it's a fucking killer three hours and I'm like, and I just marathon it in one sitting. Maybe I play through it again, or I'm thinking about it after the, you know, then I feel like, yeah, that's a good $20, $30, $40 game. Mm-hmm. That, does, that doesn't bother me. I don't need to have multiplayer and, you know, uh, DLC characters and, you know, all these long tooth, Dead by Daylight, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, I don't need a games as a service game to feel like I got my money's worth, but just so long as it really uh, impacts me and stays with me, you know? Yeah. Um, for me, I'm noticing the games that I have been gravitating towards a lot are basically just like roguelike games. Yeah. <laughs> just because and I think it is because of that time issue. A, a piece of their question I didn't really talk about was just like the idea of a hundred hour RPG and how now that we're all old, how that's a little daunting yeah, now. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel are, that when I hear a review and it's like a solid five hour experience. I'm like, what? <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, say less. Yes, like, I'm I'll, there. I'll, I will pay you more for less game to play. <laughs> so true. Well, I, I've been, I got really obsessed with this one game this week called uh, Ring of Pain, 
which is an indie game that has an amazing art style. Holy shit, yeah. That came out, I think it came out last year or the year before, but it finally made its way to Game Pass. Yeah, I think it's been on Steam week. for a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know what? It's, I love like card games, like games that have card gameplay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just, it's, there's something about it I just really get into, but the randomness of each dungeon and all of that. I, I've played 10 hours of it this week, mm-hmm. even though we've been working really hard. But week. it also is that thing of like, you know, uh, a, a, a really good game, you know, a good run is like an hour. But yeah. like a, a bad run, if you don't get all the way to the end, you don't get to well, the final boss. Like, Eight minutes. Yeah, maybe. eight. 12, I've tied on the first level before, so two minutes. And, th- and that is kind of like one of the appeals of the roguelike is that like there is it's, it's you know how do you measure th- the length of that? It's like yes, the end of a roguelike from start to finish, sure, yeah, is an hour. You know, rogue legacy. You know, if you think about it, you could beat all four of the bosses in one two hour, you know, hour and a half mm-hmm. uh, run if you wanted to. But of course, like the the longer tail is like no, you got to kind of level up where you got to build you got to learn the mechanics a little more yeah you can speed run spelunky in like eight seconds if you want to but that's not the point of the game it's like it fits into my lifestyle because i'm not like thinking about it afterwards mm-hmm. i guess i'm just like okay well that i can just completely be in this thing and just strategizing or whatever for like yeah an hour or 30 minutes and then i'm like i can get back out and mm-hmm. go to bed afterwards or whatever it's good though everyone should play it i like it a lot the art style is amazing. Holy shit. Holy yeah. crap. Can't say that enough. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Some. This is from Travis, the secret squirrel. <laughs> well, uh, way, way to blast. Put him on blast like that. I'm going to kind of. Secrets out. <laughs> I'm going to kind of like get cut down the their question a little bit, but they're basically talking about games that are kind of like a flash in the pan, like something like Wild Arms and Grandia, where there's like an entry every year or multiple entries a year for like a span of like five years. And then all of a sudden there's that series is dead forever. Yeah. And are there any series like that, that you'd like to see make a return? Oh, wow. Like an old RPG. I've never been like into RPGs into to that degree. I feel like I, I there would, there would have been a time I probably would have said final fantasy because that, that's not, well, that's what it's been. It's here. It's, yeah. It hasn't gone. Well, away. that's the thing is, well, it's like, well, Final Fantasy fourteen is like the moved into that longer tail, season-based, DLC-based, online kind of, you know, yeah. persistent game. That's uh, a game as a service situation. Have you heard that it's free up to level 60, Derek? 60? Yeah, 60. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That is, that is crazy. Um, because once you're in, you're in for life. <laughs> that's what I hear. I hear. I hear it is quite good. Just, yeah. Just to get, yeah, like addicted. Here it is incredibly very good. Um... Yeah, games with like long sequels and stuff like that. Like, I guess I can't really think of any that I honestly, I, I never got. I mean, there was definitely the name recognition was always Dino nice. Crisis. <laughs> that didn't last very long. No, it didn't. No, it didn't have a ton of entries either. I guess it had four. Splatterhouse. Oh my god! There we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know if that even really counts because it's like such a. It had its chance, I guess. They that that they. I understand why they went with the 3D character action game. And I think uh, this is totally off topic. Oh, my God. But let's talk about Splatterhouse real quick. Okay. Because. Sorry. My uh, fault. My fault, everybody. It uh, So recently, the, uh, the the West Mansion, which is like the, the Splatterhouse fan page, has been up since like the late 90s. Uh, the guy that runs it came back as like, I'm back. I'm doing this now as a fun as a fun hobby now. Uh, life happens. And it's like, we're all old now. But he's like, I want to go back to keep doing Splatterhouse stuff. And I had this realization that like, yo, Splatterhouse 
now is kind of like more success or not successful, more more popular than maybe it's ever been because like there was they've re-released now Wampaku Graffiti and the arcade version of Splatterhouse a couple of times now through various like Nanko Museum uh, compilations. There's even a Namco Museum style like a uh, like mini arcade uh, thing that has Splatterhouses 1 and 2, which I think is like the first time like the Genesis game has seen a uh, a re-release since, you know, Virtual Console and uh, the 2010 remake. So at this point, it's like, man, the third game is the only one that hasn't been re-released recently. Um, that series should come back as a 2D game. They should try and bring back that 2D uh, style because I think the 3D character action game again it was it was the contemporary move for the time what if they just make it, it like a ambitious. really difficult roguelike <laughs> i just want everything to be a roguelike right now <laughs> if you want there's so many roguelikes out there it could be a dark souls roguelike oh my God. situation how about that there's so many roguelikes out there for you girl. i know you're like 10 years late to this <laughs> i know i just pulled i did, I did a, a rogue <laughs> legacy pull a minute ago because that was like the last time i was like in to roguelikes yeah when rogue legacy was like pc only and new um there's, pl- there's plenty for you there. I know. Uh, and in fact, I used to like roguelikes a lot until it was just oh, like... Oh, Hades is right there. I love Hades. Oh, you well, you, you like Hades. You like Hades gave me Carpal Tunnel. Oh, but seriously, Parasite Eve? So yeah, Parasite Eve is a good one. Except that, like, after what happened with the third birthday, maybe we should just kind of let that go. Well... I don't know. I, I feel like Square could do it now. In a tasteful way. I mean, they they were tasteful with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Kind yeah. of. I think they were pretty tasteful with I the, I the really, cross-dressing I, stuff. I didn't really play uh, the FF7 oh, remake. Oh, look, so we I... gave Bubsy another chance. Mm. <laughs> um, the, the climate for, like, single-player big camp... Like, I feel like a, 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 people like Capcom mm-hmm. and Square because there's so much success with Monster Hunter and Final Fantasy XIV, respectively. I feel like those are the type of companies now that if you were going to pitch them a game, they're like, what is the long tooth? What, 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 is, what is the uh, the DLC plan? What, what, you can't just... Ha- no, I just make a single-player game in 10 minutes or 10 hours in, and it's done. I don't think you can pitch that game anymore. To, well, in a AAA studio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, then make, well, then bring back the the, the the single A game or the B game. Like, I mean, they tried with like Mega Man, and it wasn't very successful. I Mega think, Man Eleven. I didn't think Mega Man Eleven was that great. I know, I but, but you I, know, like they they have there are. Examples. But I still think Mega Man Eleven did well. I still think it sold a million or so copies. Square is publishing but, this uh, a weird card game with the near guy right now. Oh, okay. That's a, which I'm excited right. about. I think I'm gonna get. But I'm I'm just saying, if you kind of look at the climate. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like you don't see, like, single player games are still there, but I feel like, you know, yo, this is a business. It's a video game business. In and I weird... think there are a lot of people out there that are like, we need a World of Warcraft. We need to have our Minecraft. We need to have something that like we can just keep yeah. pumping more GTA Five content our FIFA. into. Yeah, exactly. So I think um uh. Square making a even for the time Parasite Eve was a ten hour game, seven hour game, something yeah. like that. I forget exactly if you if you, did, if you didn't do the Chrysler building, uh, and I made this point um, years ago. But like when when Parasite Eve first came out, it was actually kind of dragged a bit by the critics for being so short. 
And so I think that that mentality is is still around and morphed slightly. But um, yeah, that's kind of I feel I feel like those are going away, or you have to get them in the indie space. You have to you have to find somebody out that's like, there's got to be some like people on Steam somewhere. Like, no, we're gonna make the new not Parasite Eve game. I think that's just kind of how it has to go. Yeah. That's, you know, but I would love to see it. Fine. I'm not. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying that I don't think. I don't think it's going to. All right, and the last one from Will is a bonus. Parasite Steve, yeah. Parasite Steve. Parasite Adam. There you go. Like yeah. a little Minecraft campaign. Do a gender swap. Parasite Adam. Um, this is a quick lightning round. Have from Will. Have either of you played the Fossil Fighters games? I have never even heard of that. Oh no, I have not. Yeah. So. Nope. Unfortunately, no. However, I kind of got like uh, Yokai Watch and Pokemon vibes from it. That's about my only memories. Kind of looking at them, being like, oh, "That's a cool game. Looks neat. Mm-hmm. Probably good for uh, for the kids." But it didn't. It did not really uh, strike me as something that I needed to look into. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a. I got a. I got a date. You got a date with your, with your pops. I got a. I got a date coming up. My poor. My poor dad recently had knee surgery, so he he needs <laughs> things to do. Yeah. So. Let's we're going to go watch a three hour movie. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Uh, hey, the X-Bone video is up on Patreon right now. Uh, we worked super hard on it. That does not mean we didn't make any kind of mistakes. So if you are if you are a Patreon supporter, uh, please check it out. Also, let us know, like, we miss anything. Do we get anything wrong? Uh, but that'll be up on um, YouTube pretty soon. We just yeah, put up the uh, or so. Yeah, we just put up the, the GBA camera. Or GB GB camera, sorry. Yeah. Sixty four DD video, which that was a really dumb fun video. Uh, yeah, I think that turned out so good. We need more shorter videos like that because oh, oh you say shorter, but it was still a sixteen minute video. Yeah, it was. It's not forty six though, Grace. It's not it's a forty seven minute video. I don't. God, I don't know how some people are able to pump out like hour long videos yeah. all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, some people have worked out a way that I can. Yeah. You, you ever, Grace, YouTube is a vast, broad thing. Yeah. And there is room for everyone's different styles and everyone's got an audience. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. It's All big- right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, our ne- I keep I'm sorry. I keep hitting the microphone yeah, with my giant nose. So. Uh, yeah, the 14th or uh, the 15th is when the next episode is going to be. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And this is going to be like a I think we're probably going to skip November 29th. Yeah. Yeah. So the 15th will be the next uh, podcast episode. So you can look forward to hearing that live in the Discord if you're a Patreon sub- subscriber. Otherwise, it will come out to your podcatcher of choice yeah. the next Again, on, day. Uh, yeah, on your uh, Apple or Spiturfy. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye.